This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Hi, welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770-403-974-8255. Just try to imagine the reverse where uh, a Christian, or for that matter, a Muslim or a Jew or a believer, is told that, look, you need to acknowledge that there is no God. I mean, you don't have to really believe, but you just have to say it as part of this program that we're forcing you to take, and you don't have any other option. So you can still be a Christian. We just need you to say that there is no God, okay? I mean, obviously, that would be outrageous. So it holds here as well. Why should this person be forced to go against his beliefs? What does this have to do with belief in a higher power? This is someone battling an addiction and looking to get treatment. And this isn't the only option when it comes to treatment. He's simply saying, that doesn't work for me. Let's try this or that. And he lost his job as a result. So that's the issue here. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Some more time for your calls. Bill, go ahead. Hey, Rob. The guy's a whiner. He he decided that his alcoholism was more important to him than... Raising than than being self sufficient. Well, how do you figure job, that? He's paying, going into treatment. He wanted to get treatment. Well, he didn't put his job and his ability to provide for his family above his obstinance about God. He didn't care enough about curing his alcoholism to put some crap aside, did he? So, well, Bill, would you say the same might, about a Christian who was forced to acknowledge that there is no God? No, I would say the same thing about a Christian who lost his job because he wouldn't work on a Sunday, though. And we're talking about you acknowledging have, whether or not you, you God to, exists. You have to put being self-reliant above certain other things. Now, this and isn't if about you that. To, if, if you go to work and they say, guess what? You can't come to work drunk, so you got to get treatment. And Absolutely. if you want to show up drunk, then... That's not our problem. We'll fire you. And it's the same deal if you said, if you took a job and then they said, you know what? We need you to work Sundays. And you said, well, I can't work Sundays. That's when I go to church. They might say, here's your choice. You work Sundays or you don't work for us. Lots of people do. No, it's not, well, it's not the same thing at all. Not the same well, thing at all. Here. This is, he's got it in his employment agreement uh, that they will pay for, they will hold his job while he gets treatment for his addiction. He came forward and said, yes, I need treatment for my addiction, but didn't feel that it would be meaningful for him to either compromise his own beliefs or pretend he believes something that he didn't. How is that helping him on the path to sobriety? It doesn't at all. Belief in a higher power is not part of this conversation at all. It's about a health care issue. He can still do it on his own, then, if he doesn't want their He can't do it on his own. He lost his job. Well, well, he lost his job because he dug in his heels and made made that more important than earning a living. No, wrong. They helped, the employer dug in their heels and made firing this guy more important well, than evidence-based treatment. Well, anybody has the right to fire somebody if they want to show up to work drunk. And Well, that's just, that violates his and, employment and, agreement then. Well, maybe 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 our public sector should quit writing in things in their employment agreements that they're going to treat people for the choice of being an alcoholic. I mean, let, let's... Well, I don't know. I don't think people choose everybody. to be alcoholics, Bill. you got to get up off your ass, go to the liquor store, buy the booze. 
It's not like a heart attack that comes and finds you. Well, a lot right? of people choose to go to the liquor store and buy alcohol. They're not all alcoholics. And you got to choose to drink another drink, and you got to choose to drink another one after that, and you got to choose to go to work alcoholically impaired. You have to make a whole lot of choices, way different than when the aneurysm strikes you down in the prime of life or the heart attack or the cancer or all that stuff. Alcoholism is not a disease. It's a culmination of a series of choices. And people need to be told that we've got to quit pampering people over these I don't think we are. Issues. I don't think we I are. Think I think we can defer to the evidence on addiction, Bill. I don't. I don't know that you're in a position to speak on that evidence. Well, they they say it's a disease. Well, you know what? A brain aneurysm is a disease. Cancer is a disease. Heart disease. And they're all very different. Disease. They're all very different, right? But you can get those things without making any choices that lead to it. You can have all those things happen to you without making choices that lead to it. You can't become an alcoholic without choosing to drink to excess. Okay. Right? Do you think that some people are predisposed to be alcoholics? Yeah, some people are. And why do you think that and is? So they, so they do have they choose to, that? So they largely choose it. No, some do they choose to be wired to be more predisposed to alcoholism? But if you if you... If you drink and you find that every time you drink, you drink to excess, that tells you that maybe you shouldn't drink. Right. And then there are people who want to stop. When you know that happens, that is a choice. And and this is the problem. We're, we're, we're catering to, and especially the no, public sector. Look, Bill, we, we, we've gotten far away from the issue at hand here because this is built into his employment agreement that they will get him treatment, and he's willing to get treatment. So we, we've come a long way from, from the point of the conversation. You want to undermine all addiction treatment. It's, That's not the issue here. The issue no here is the, the pledge to him, the written agreement with him, that there will be addiction treatment available, and now the state wants to impose belief on him, and that is unconstitutional, I think, it, Bill. It's no different than if I work for a company and they say, we will provide you free dental care, but you have to go to this dentist. But you have to go... And, and so no, no, I we're say, talking well, about freedom of religion dentist. here, Bill. The case ah, involves freedom say, of religion, it, not it, the specifics of your insurance plan. The, the, the treatment that is provided to him is, this is what we will provide. He has the choice. If he wants to choose a different form of treatment, he's free to, just as... To treat his my, alcoholism. Exactly, to treat his alcoholism. If my employment agreement said, we will provide you with free dental care, but at this dentist or these three dentists only... Well, because and one of them is a, a Muslim dentist, and you must uh, convert to Islam because he doesn't treat non-Muslims. Well, but that's then, the only dentist you can see under this plan. And you want to say, well, I got a dentist over here. What's wrong with this dentist? Then, then my employer would have the right to say, sorry, Bill, we have an agreement with this dentist, and that's the deal. And No, so, but your employer doesn't I, have the right to force you to go against your religious views that way. That's the Nobody issue. Nobody has the right to say, here's your choices. Here's what we are prepared to pay for. These are the contracts we have put in place. If you don't want to abide by the contract that we have put in place, that you No, have he's the one who on wants to, to abide by the contract. That's why there's the issue here, Bill. I, I appreciate the phone call. But the issue here is that it's the state, in this case, a public health agency, imposing 
a belief on him. This is not about treating his addiction. It's about forcing him to go against his beliefs. And that would apply to a non-believer. It would apply to a believer as well in different circumstances. That's the issue here. Let's go back to the phone. So we got uh, Myron on the line. Myron, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Pretty good. I uh, really am objecting to this uh, thing because what's going to happen, I have a great fear, is that uh, you get a complaint. Because I was a principal of high school, and we had the Lord's Prayer every day. And you get a complaint or two, and the next thing you know, you're not allowed to do it. And governments will regulate too often and just take God right out of certain areas. Why should God be there in the first place? You're free to pray as a Christian in this country. You're free to, to gather with your friends in a public place and pray. It was a choice of the Board of Education. Yeah, to, well, because the, the schools shouldn't be imposing religion on people, well, is the point, Myron. They didn't impose it without the, without the approval of the people. But my point is, if you want government to... Uh, if they want to do the right thing, leave AA alone. It's very successful. I've been in it for 36 years. I've counseled many, many, many over the years, and all I do is tell them my story, which includes God. And, and okay, but that works, works for you. You believe in God. That's me. fine. And, and I, you wouldn't. And, and you wouldn't go against your beliefs, I, would you, Myron? No, I don't go against. You my wouldn't beliefs, reject God, would you, Myron? I don't demand that they accept my beliefs. Well, absolutely, I, you are. That's the issue here. No, you are am, demanding that. I have certainly not. I am saying, take time to yourself. If that's going to be your higher power, you need to meditate on what this is all about. Don't let government come in and take God out of it. Well, you, you can't have it both will, ways. You can't say that this is God. Oh, but it's not God. That's what you just did there, Mike. No, I did not any do such thing. I said to You said them, don't take God out of it. Works for me. But this isn't God. And, right? and and they say a higher power, and if that higher power is within you, with your own thinking, in your own meditation, in your own time, whatever it is. Okay. But you just told me that it was God and you don't want to take God out of it. So Well no, I don't think it should be taken out. It's pretty out of clearly it. that it well, yeah, okay. I agree with you. It is God and it shouldn't be for everybody well, because not everybody believes that. If Meyer. the government if this guy wants the government to promote some other programs, I don't object to that. Fine. Okay. Do That's that. all he's but, asking for. That's all he's asking for. He doesn't want to change Alcoholics Anonymous. And if that works for people, great. To say, oh, we got a solution. We'll, we'll demand that AA takes God out. No, nobody's saying that. Nobody's well, saying that at all, Myron. But at least you acknowledge that it is God. It, they didn't say take it out of the courts either. <laughs> they didn't say take it out of the schools either. They didn't say well, take it, didn't it out of the parliament uh, in the didn't parliament prayer there. when I was there. Yeah. Well, okay. I saw them remove that from the parliament prayer on their own. The governments can do that, and they better not do that. In well, we're not a Christian case. country, Myron. That's the problem here. Well, I appreciate the phone call. we got a break for the bottom of the hour. More to come. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.